This week, the podcast is taking a strange dive headfirst through Watergate to explore the upside down, the theories, and the kids who face off with it. And don't miss out on the Easter eggs and predictions for season five either. Stay tuned because things are only getting stranger. The end, Brian. Remember speed. Sound production, take one. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a very, very strange episode of the Unbound Cinefem. My name is Avery, your wonderful movie and book-loving host, and today I have a special and new guest on the podcast. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Hello, I'm Maya. Um, I'm super cool and awesome, and you're going to love me, and that's a promise, actually. I brought Maya on today because we both love Stranger Things. We, especially this new season, and every time we see each other, we feel the need to talk about it in a different and new way, mm-hmm. sometimes the very same way. But every day, um, it is exciting. Yes. And so I felt like it would just make a great episode for her to be here. Yeah. And so, how did you like season four? I was so excited when I heard it was coming out again. I literally, like, <clears throat> okay, so to say that it was amazing would be an understatement. I loved mm. that every fucking episode, excuse my language, was, like, a movie length. Mm-hmm. I was so pleased with that. I feel like the episodes should have been longer because I just want to keep watching. Um, I just really like how Eleven got her powers back. That's what I was going to say. How they managed to, like, kind of make us believe that she did that like whole massacre from like i think that was a scene when did that scene like first make its appearance in the series it was the first episode i think the first episode of season one season four season four the massacre i don't remember it before season four okay okay but maybe that's just my brain okay i it might be my brain too (laughs) i think it's i think it did appear season four but i feel like they hinted at it before but, like, the fact that they were able to kind of make, like, a full circle back to that um, that scenario and then trace it back to one and kind of, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for, made it him. He's the reason, like, this is all happening. Yeah. He, like, the way the killings were happening and how the kids' bodies were, like, the same way. It was kind of, like, foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God damn, the way that they did that. No, like plot twist on mm-hmm. plot twist. Yes, yes. Yeah, I definitely understand that. And I'm not going to lie, the time length for each episode when they were like giving the intel before the season came out, mm-hmm. I was so intimidated. Really? I was like, you're telling me it's going to be two hours? I have to sit in place for two hours? No. And even like there was one episode that it was either it was either chapter three or four. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my sister were watching it, and it because we had been watching the like previous episodes in the mm-hmm. same day, sitting for like an hour and twelve minutes felt like forever. Really? And I turned to her and I was like, I don't know how I'm gonna make it through two hours. It's like two hours and seventeen minutes. How am I gonna do it? I did it twice now. Yeah. No. <laughs> but. Yeah, it's like you kind of get sucked into it, so you don't even realize the time is passing. When season four initially came out, um, like, I think it was late as fuck, I literally binged the entire Mm -hmm. season. 
Were you were you one of the people who were waiting until like twelve o'clock and then when it wasn't on Netflix, you got upset? I didn't even. Okay, so I knew it was gonna come out, but I didn't know when. Mm-hmm. Um, I just forgot that it was gonna come out the day that it did. Yeah. And I was texting my friend, and I was like, he said season four is out for Stranger Things. I was like, what the fuck? Are you joking? And it was 12, so I was like, um, let's get this shit. Um, yeah. I was immediately, like, I just got sucked in. I didn't even realize the time was passing. Next thing you know, it's fucking, like, 8 a.m. I didn't mm. care. I did not care. And I have ADHD. I can't really sit for long periods yeah. of time. I like to be moving around. But, like, I, my eyes were glued to my phone. I just, ugh, every minute of it, I didn't want it to end, and I'm kind of sad that it ended, and I can't wait two years, but I'm going to wait two years. That's why I kind of, and I'm seeing more Netflix series do this, where like they kind of split it in half, where it's like, the first half of the new season comes out now, and mm-hmm. you have to wait a month or two for the next part. Um, Ozark did that, Money Heist, which is a um, show based in Spain, mm-hmm. they did that. And I kind of like it just because when you're watching a show on cable, mm-hmm. first of all, that was such a simple pleasure. And mm-hmm. us being impatient, like as human beings now, because mm-hmm. everything's at the like the tip of our fingers, mm-hmm. I kind of miss that. Like I kind of miss the watching an episode, having to wait a week, and then like they're getting all my answers that I need. Yeah, and like all your questions, all your questions answered. Yes. Yeah. Um, I do like instant gratification. Um, <laughs> I I kind of do appreciate the fact that they did that to give it some like anticipation. Mm-hmm. Like it, it got me more hyped. Um, my feelings like just having to wait and then like having or being able to see what happens. It's like it gives me like more emotional connection to the characters. Mm-hmm. Like when um, I watch the episode where. You know, every, all the shit goes down. It was episode nine when mm-hmm. everything happens, um, like when everybody's kind of just in a shitty like situation, yeah. like um, Steve and Robin. I almost forgot her name. I almost called oh her Maya. Gosh. I almost called her Maya. And I mean, Nancy. Is yeah, her name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stand up, Maya fans. Yes, I love her voice so much. She's so sexy. Anyways, that's besides <laughs> the point. When they were all stuck to the wall, when fucking Max was being like broken into little pieces mm-hmm. when Lucas was getting beat up like that was just and Eddie of course that was just like so amazing the sequence I was like on the edge of my seat literally. it was like everything was happening all at once and when you thought it was over they hit you with another scene like no Eddie's death was immediately followed by Max and and Lucas talking and like I'm Max being like chills. I can't see it and it was like my tears, my tears tended to stop for like I know, 30 minutes. Thinking about it makes me want to cry. I literally have chills right now thinking about it. Like, I really love um, Lucas and Max's relationship. Like, you can tell he really cares about her. Mm-hmm. And it makes me want to cry. Like, I literally love them so fucking much. And what they did to Max, or what Bacna did to Max, like, literally broke my heart. I was yeah. like. Because she spent the entire season just like making sure that that didn't happen. I know, that stupid motherfucker. Angelical bitch was. And you know, I read that he studied. A lot of people were comparing him to Tom Cruise, and he said that he studied Tom Cruise's roles to prepare for the role of Jason. And I just feel like. 
I've never seen Tom Cruise play such a hateful, spiteful character. I think Tom Cruise, that was, like, just the real Tom Cruise being portrayed there. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's just kind of... He's, like, he comes off as, like, this cool guy. But, yeah. like, really, he's, like, a weirdo fucking Scientologist. I feel like that's kind of mm-hmm. who he would be in real life. Not the, not the Tom Cruise commentary no, and Stranger he, Things. Yeah, no. <laughs> That character, nobody has pissed me off more besides that one girl at the beginning of the season. I forgot her name already. Um, Angela. Angela. Yes. Angela! Hit that bitch with a fucking roller That, stick. talk about justice. Oh my god, she deserved <laughs> it. She deserved it, that stupid fucking bitch. I hate her. And of her. course she tried to press charges, and yeah. of course she tried to, it just seems like a suburban thing to do. Mm-hmm. It sounds like something Jason would do. Mm, except he took matters into his own hands. Oh yeah. And that's a problem He tried to itself. be a vigilante. Yeah. But like, Little Miss you, Citizen's Arrest. But like, you really thought the devil was involved i mean i guess he wasn't wrong but it wasn't like the devil or but god that okay so how we were talking about the cold war and that just kind of like creates the 80s in a nutshell obviously like it's like realistic yeah you already have the you have the costumes you have the lingo you have the music everything like that but like in terms of like a social atmosphere like the mindset that people have yeah back then. Yeah. yeah and like you don't really recognize it because when I'm watching it a second time, first of all, the first time I was watching it, it was all emotion. That's mm-hmm. I was watching it purely off of emotion. Yeah. But the second time I'm watching it and, like, taking in everything that they're saying. And so, like, you really notice just how, like, those little things are added to create even, like, the, like the ensemble characters where it's, like, they just show up once. If they are part of the... Um, part of the, like, society where it's like, oh, yeah, they're, they're Satanists and they do this. It's like, okay, well, I know the type of person you are. Yeah. Um, so I think that was, like, those tiny details really make the universe of, like, Hawkins, Indiana so much more. That is a good point because, you know, I feel like it makes it, um, it kind of brings you into the, um, universe a little bit more. Like, this is a real town. These are real people with real thoughts, real emotions i cannot believe but like i understand it was a time like people thought like that i just can't believe it like they really did eddie like that yeah they really did him like that well like, it didn't help it didn't help that he listened to metal that he was a metalhead okay. because all metalheads were presumed satanists like yeah. that was the music of satan that and there was even a time where like hip-hop was the music of the devil there was a time where like um boy george was considered the music of the devil and it's just like all because it's not gospel all because it's not it doesn't fit into your social norms yeah that's so sp- Stupid to me. God damn it. You were talking about how you watched it for like three to four hours straight yeah. when, when part two came out. Yeah. And it was like, you couldn't believe that you were sitting there for so long. Yeah. Was... And after I watched it, like the first time, even now, I'm still like, it's like, I'm... and if mm. my therapist is listening to this, please, please. Mm, just close ears. Like, I'm disassociating yeah. from reality because it, they make it so real. You yeah. And you follow these characters from them being like nine years old. Yeah. And so you watch this and you watch all this different character development and like societal development. Yeah. And you really do become not just a viewer but like a participant yeah, in what's like going you on. You are in that group. You've seen their struggles. You've seen them grow up. Speaking of which, literally 
what, rewatching season one, mm-hmm. Elle and all of them, they're literally so freaking cute. I just yes. want to, like, Dustin? squeeze them. Oh, my gosh. He's a little baby. Oh. I'm seeing him now, like... Which a lot of people think that in season five he's gonna he's not gonna be like the sweet, lighthearted no, boy that he's I feel always like been. He's gonna be Eddie two point like his little, what's the word? Um, Handkerchief? No. Or the pick, the guitar pick. He's just like his little offspring, you know. Oh, like yeah, he yeah. Eddie made him the person. Like they made each other. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I feel like. Um, Dustin made Eddie a little bit more courageous, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, they worked well with each other, which, um, it sucks because they were so uh, fucking amazing. Like, they could have been, like, that duo, like, how he had Steve, um, you know? But I feel like it's kind of just, like, this new era for Dustin to kind of find himself and be a leader, rather than just, like, the sidekick, you know what I'm saying? And, like, he's constantly looking for someone to look up to, someone to kind of, like, um... Like a role model, almost. Yeah, like a little guidance. I think in season five, how long the time jump is, I think that either he'll become the role model, Mm -hmm. or he might even, like, reject that type of, of, um, like personality yeah because um, like how the um people stereotype eddie mm-hmm. you think he's he's gonna like reject it and kind of make it anew either like that and i think that a lot of us forget how much trauma these kids have been through like, no. and okay a lot of people hate mike right i i get it but mm-hmm. <clears throat> He's gone through his own trauma the way that Will has gone through his own trauma, Dustin, yeah. Lucas. And so I think that this season particularly, we're seeing how now that they're in high school, this trauma as well as just like adolescence and growth mm-hmm. is kind of like wedging itself between all of them in different ways. Like so, how, how the trauma is affecting them now that they're mm-hmm. older. Yeah. Yeah. And like as well, just... How they're all growing at different paces. Like, mm-hmm. Will, whenever Will came back from the Upside Down, and, like, I think it might have been last season where Will just wanted to play games. Will just wanted to do Dungeons and & Dragons. Yeah. And, and, like, the kids, like, grew up without yeah. him kind of for a little bit. Yeah, and he was, like, just, like reverted. He yeah. was still, like, the same kid that he was when he was when he disappeared into yeah. the Upside Down. Yeah. But everybody else is worried about girls. Everybody else is worrying about, like, playing basketball, stuff yeah. like that. And, um, so I think that, that was a big reason why we saw, like, Mike differently than how we would have seen him in season three or season yeah. two. And same with Lucas. So it's not necessarily Mike's fault, but, you know, people still hate him for that. Just yeah. because he's kind of pushing Will away, even though Will went through his own trauma. Mm-hmm. And he's still stuck in his little mindset of when he was, um kind of possessed and then the upside down like he's been through a lot no, of yeah. shit like he could not catch a break in his hair oh my god bro they they fucking he's been in the upside down he's been possessed and on top of that his hair is ugly as fuck sorry i and, love you will and, and he's gay. gay so it's like poor guy all like, of the struggles at once are hitting him like gay and that and time. he has to watch his best friend who he might be in love with mostly probably in love with date a girl that's and basically they, his sister so he can't kind of be mad at it and they don't have chemistry that's my biggest problem okay 
Mike and Elle do not have chemistry. Did they ever? Maybe, but they were kids. Yeah. And I don't know if they did it on purpose or if they genuinely just don't have on-screen chemistry at all. Mm -hmm. But, and also, maybe they do it because, like, when you see Mike and Will together, they're, like, everything seems natural. Yeah. They laugh together. They joke around. They whatever. But with Mike and Elle, there's just, like... There's, like, this, this wall. I can feel it, yeah. I think it might be, like, kind of this boundary that um, Elle has because of the way she was raised and grew up. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, just being alone kind of all the time. She's not fully developed mentally, I feel like. So it's kind of this contrast between, like, yeah. Mike, who had a normal childhood, and she did not. So she's kind of, like, different, and her social cues are off, like... Things are just off with her, so I think that might contribute to it. But I feel like she's trying, but I do see where you're coming from because I don't know. I just, I don't feel that, like, that emotional connection that I should be feeling. They're not a canon for me, you know? Like, I don't ship Mike and Elle. Mm -mm. Um, Do I ship Mike and Will? Maybe. Maybe a little Byler moment. But it's more just because, like, their chemistry, and not even on a romantic level, just their their, interactions together are just so much more natural. And, like, they'll influence me. Mm -hmm. I'll be over here screaming Byler all day. Yeah. How do you think that's going to play out in season five for Will? I mean, not Will. Well, I mean, I guess Will, Mike, and Elle. Like, how do you think that's going to happen? Like, what's going to happen? That's... It's a great question. <laughs> I really, I really, I want, okay, maybe we can, like, slip into the theories a little bit. Yeah. Maybe this could be um, one of them. I guess just not a theory, but, like, a little thought. Um, thinking about it, I feel like even though we had that little emotional connection with, like, I did feel it when um, Elle was fighting Vecna. I felt like how, it was like, I love you. I love you. We yes. had to fight. I was like okay but okay but will saying you're the heart Mm-mm, it didn't do it for you're me. the heart it didn't do it eh, it was a little cheesy i um, was like mm, did you have to say that no he didn't but like i'm thinking about it, it's kind of giving me chills like i just keep re- reliving those moments because like i really felt like i was there i'm mm-hmm. reliving that shit and it's like giving me goosebumps like it's just so good the way they anyways Anyways, yeah, I really... Even, but even in that moment, it didn't feel natural to me. No. Like, he was saying, I love you, and it was like, I wasn't seeing it. And I watched, like, a breakdown of that scene, and... Did we watch the same one? Uh, no, but I was... I'm, I'm really, like, living it right okay. now, and it's like, you're right. When okay. he was, like, saying, I love you. Yeah. It's like... He was saying it, but was he feeling it? It was like he did it because he knew that's what would motivate her. You're right. And so, like, in the in the scene breakdown that yeah. I watched, they were saying how, like, Elle's face... And the person that was talking about it said that, like, they study this for a living. Like, they say that their credentials some reason, somehow. So it was like, um... Like a psych, psychiatrist, no, not psychiatrist. It wasn't even that. Like Psychology. They work, they work in film. So it's oh. like, they, oh, were, okay. they were seeing it from a film standpoint. But they were saying, like... How Elle looks off to the side and, like, the way her, her eyebrows kind of, like, furrow. And she's, it shows that she doesn't believe him. And that's why it takes them so long to, like, for her to actually, like, be motivated. Yeah. Um, and it's only when he says, 
you're you're my superhero, mm-hmm. that's when she's like, okay, because I'm goosebumps. Getting, I'm getting goosebumps. No, me too. Me too. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know. I know. It's not even cold in here. I know. Um, but yeah, it's only when when he says you're my superhero that she really believes him because I think that it's not only mike that she believes but she believes that she's everyone's superhero because of everything mm-hmm. they've been she is. they've she's been a bad through bitch. she's a bad bitch yeah on her own. no like girl boss to the max yeah yeah um but yeah what do you think um i i agree i thinking about it, it's like you're right when he was like oh, i love you she was like um you know she had like that emotional face but she was like not feeling it and i i kind of picked up that vibe mm-hmm. so I, I know where you're coming from with like the I love you bullshit. Um, so maybe in season five, they won't continue. I'm kind of like, I want to speculate a little bit. I feel like Elle might just become her own person and be more independent. Yeah. Um, and I hope that Will eventually tells Mike how he feels. Maybe when, if you want to go into the little theory that we were going to talk about, how Will is going to be Vecna's vessel. Okay. That's the theory we were, you know, talking about a little bit. Um, maybe when he's, like, coming out of being that vessel, he kind of, I don't know, spills his emotions out to him. I don't know how that's going to play out. It could but... be used as a weapon towards Mike. <gasps> oh, my God. Like... If Vecna, if Vecna's possessing Will... He knows his insecurities. Yeah. So then he could be like, I can't believe I ever had a crush on you. I can't believe I ever let you hold me back. And then yeah. that will throw Mike off. Yeah, I feel like he's going to do some crazy shit. Vecna's going to go wild, and he's going to fucking do some weird-ass shit with um, Will and his love for Mike. Yeah. You know, so, I... and that's why... So the Will becoming Vecna's vessel is kind of the most plausible theory that there is out there. Yeah. Mainly because it's already kind of been foreshadowed in the marketing, but yeah. also in the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, He's but, before he'll do it again. Yeah, and when you see... Cause, and here's the thing. The Duffer Brothers said that we don't know everything about the Upside Down. There's so much more that we that we don't know in terms of like Nancy picking up her diary and seeing that they're still stuck in what... like. 1980 oh my god you're right 83 84 what's up, whatever what's up with that? yeah so and that goes into so many other theories that i have ah, anyways okay um but yeah so we don't know we don't know a lot about it and there's been hints that like l created the upside down but also vecna had a hand in it too the only reason the upside down looks like hawkins, hawkins is because will like all the first people that we're Vecna, kind of, yeah, were from All Hawkins, and yeah. so he used that to kind of to kind of lure them and whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so him having Will still in a grasp, mm-hmm. um, is gonna help him become like he needs Will to yeah. grow stronger. Yeah. Um. But there's also a lot of similarities in Will and mm-hmm. Henry Creel, which is Vecna, a.k.a. One. Mm-hmm. And that's what leads a lot of people to think that he could also use Will oh to manipulate god. everything going on in Hawkins as oh well. Oh my god, you're right, because he was kind of like the outcast, mm-hmm. and so was Will. Yeah. He's going to use those same insecurities that Henry had, One. 
as Will and like kind of use him as like a little puppet. Yeah, and it's scary. Throughout the season four, like when you first meet uh, Victor Creel, he's telling the story about his family, mm-hmm. and in his retelling, the the scene of them walking into the house. Henry runs up the stairs with his sister, mm-hmm. but in the retelling that um, Henry gives, he's standing behind. Like, pretty much yeah, every yeah. time... it was like a little foreshadowing. Like, yeah. he was just in the background like Will is. Yeah, definitely foreshadowing, because when you see Mike and Elle together, Will is always in the back. And I'm sorry, it's so fucking funny, but he can't catch a break. No, he really, between them tucking in his shirt all the time, no drip. The walk. His, the walk, the way, oh my god, did you see, um, I don't know what scene it was, but he's sitting on a stool in his kitchen, and his shorts look like they're from Fashion Nova, and he has a little arch in his back. <laughs> he, it's like, he, he just gets fruitier and fruitier, but I'm here yeah. for it. We love the gays. No, it's like. It's so funny how they're making it more and more obvious. I know. It's like a soft oh, launch. Yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, he's in the background. He's kind of like the side piece. Yeah, and so so there's those parallels. Yep. And where he drew the mind flare the same way that Henry drew the oh, mind flare. So oh, there's just shit. all of these parallels. And oh. I think that, yes, he'll be a vessel, but it'll be more than just him using will to get stronger. Yeah. Um, I think... So, the Duffer Brothers said in an interview that season five is going to make a circle back to season one. Yeah. Everyone I'm thinks that, it. like, the story's going to be mostly about Will. Okay. But there's but other he reasons. Needs his, he needs his time to shine, no, bitch. Yeah. He needs, Keep going. Keep he going. He needs an Oscar nomination. Yeah. And that will get him. Yeah. That will get him there. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of other ways that they're trying to circle back mm-hmm. to, like, previous seasons. And we can definitely talk about those mm-hmm. in these other theories Mm -hmm. um starting with season five's monster so Mm. what do you think the monster's gonna be (laughs) (laughs) i've seen some things on tiktok about the dragon that will was Mm -hmm. painting um and you were talking about how um it's a character from um dungeons and Dungeons and dragons yes i think your theory if you want to go off of that i Mm. think that's that sounds about right. That sounds very, very accurate. So mm-hmm. go ahead. State your piece. Um, so, yes, Will's painting. He yes. painted a dragon, and it kind of is being seen as a foreshadowed um, or a foreshadowing of yes. the monster because all of the boys are together. Yeah. Mike is leading the pack, and they're fighting off this. I'm pretty sure in the painting, yeah. it was a five-headed dragon, but in Dungeons and Dragons, the actual monster is three-headed. Okay, okay. Um, but they also play into this theory because when Vecna shows Nancy the, you know, like the future of Hawkins, mm-hmm. she um, referenced specifically a, a like a giant monster with a gaping mouth. Mm-hmm. And so, according to Dungeons and Dragons lore, which I. I only played it for maybe like a month in high school, so mm-hmm. most of my knowledge is using yeah. that and what I found on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, cite your sources. But um, according to Dungeons & Dragons, there is a monster called the Thessal Hydra. Mm-hmm. There's another monster as well that like the whole big and gaping mouth can refer to, but it's- people think it's the Hydra mm-hmm. because of season one. Okay. It was foreshadowed in season one. I think, yeah, when they were playing at the beginning, it was like the first episode, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure, they referenced that. 
Yeah. Since the Hydra. So, people think that that initial game kind of foreshadowed the entire, That's like... That's they're going to circle back. The entire line. Yeah, because um, they faced the Demogorgon yep. in the game, and yep. they beat it. But at the end of Season 1, I guess it was, like, their last game, they faced the Thistle... The, well, the Thessal Hydra. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't remember if it showed them winning it or if they showed them that they beat they, it. I think they got cut off in yeah. the middle of it by Mike's mom. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. So I think it was kind of like a cliffhanger. Yeah. Like a little nod to... I don't know. The, the Duffer brothers really, like, managed to make everything full circle. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they do a lot of things with intention. Yeah. I feel like their little, you know... Well, they said, they said that... The first of all, the entire show has been scripted and planned out since day one. Mm-hmm. Um, but also that everything you see on screen is there for it, there's a purpose for it. Yep. And I first of all, I love movies and shows like that. Yes. Y'all know it. I talk about it every time. I love intentional writing and I love intentional cinematography. Mm-hmm. Um, and so even which this isn't a theory that I wrote down, but people think that the therapist in season four or the school psychologist yeah, 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 yeah. Um, was working either possessed or just kind of like an ear for Vecna because all of her or all of Vecna's victims were her students. Yes. And she wears a clock necklace. And no then fucking way. in like episode one or episode two, yeah. when um, Max visits her, there's a scene and um, like a clock is right above her, right above her head. And so That's people think definitely that... definitely intentional, yeah. you motherfuckers. <laughs> Duffer Brothers knew what they were doing when they did that. They did. No, they did. She and, like, that. the thing is, the clock, like, the clock around her, because it's a necklace, mm-hmm. it's not just a regular, you know, like, old clock or whatever. It's literally a grandfather clock. Mm. Which is mm. Henry, which is Henry Krill's favorite little weapon. Weird. Little Weird how that works. Yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. <gasps> yeah. So when you, like, when you watch it back, you're like, oh... Interesting. Mm, she's a little fucking... I uh, spy with my little eye. She, I was about to say, she's a little spy. <laughs> she's giving him intel, a little bitch. Um, um, yeah. So, yeah. Do you uh, have anything else to comment on the season the five's monster? I feel like you about said everything that there is to say about it. Okay. Um, there was another thing you were going to say, like... The more you kind of look into the way that the Duffer Brothers set up Stranger Things just as a whole, Mm -hmm. it kind of plays out like a game. Like, because compared to season four's monster, Demogorgons don't look that bad. No. Demodogs don't look that bad. No. First of all, every time I... (laughs) Every time I say Dimmadogs, I want to say Doug Dimmadome. Yes. Okay, yeah. That's, that's, I, that, that <laughs> it's comes... like an internal monologue. I'm yeah. like, I can't say that right now. Um, <laughs> we got to be serious. <laughs> but, like, the Mind Flayer doesn't seem that bad. And then, like, season four, Vecna was, like, the big boss. Yeah. But they still haven't. So, you know how in, like, Mario, like, Super Mario Brothers, right? Mm-hmm. You face different villains or different, like... Yes problems each yeah. level until you get to like the big level fucking bowser bitch yeah but yeah. then like you have to hit each joint like five times yeah before you can move on to the next like little circle and you have to shoot it and yes. then stuff like that yes which i know they don't shoot in super mario's but yeah, i'm yeah. just jumping around no, on all kinds like, of different. it's a little just yeah i know what you're saying i know what you're yeah saying. so i kind of feel like season five is going to be like the big boss the big level mm, um we're gonna see bowser yeah, oh my gosh not, or like um which i waluigi isn't really like a villain he's a villain in my eyes though yeah 
with that face, with that mustache, fuck all of you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, anyways, I just want to get that off my chest. Yes. Um, so talking about monsters, um, and I'm sure you all have heard about this one if you've been keeping up with the aftermath of Stranger Things because we're in denial. We are in denial. We're griefing. I'm still not even... What is denial in the five stages of grief? Is it like three? Um, it, I think I think it's like five. It's, is it really? I'm pretty sure it's like denial. Um, let me look it up. I want to look it up real quick because there's, there's, I feel like I'm I keep wavering between anger, denial, uh-huh. and like literal yep. grief. It's five. It's five. Okay, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. So how do you bargain <laughs> with Eddie's death? Because um, I'd like to try it. <laughs> okay, so since he died in the upside down, mm-hmm. maybe there's a chance. There's a chance that, like, he's preserved somehow. Mm-hmm. Or, I don't know, there's a whole bunch of shit that could happen in there. I feel like Vecna, like, I don't know, you know, it's, there's a chance since he's still there. We didn't see him actually be buried, you mm-hmm. know, his body's still chilling in there. So, what's going to happen with that? And that goes back to time mm-hmm. in the Upside Down. Yeah. Us not knowing a lot about, because nobody has ever died in the Upside Down before. This at like least a, to my this, knowledge. I'm pretty sure this is a first. Yeah, so we don't know how that works. Um, at first, thinking about it, I thought that he had a closed-eyed death, but he was definitely open-eyed. Like, his yes. eyes were wide open when he died. Yes. Um, but people are saying that Dustin didn't check for a pulse. No, he kind of just, like, stopped. Yeah. And yeah. he just and he was like, Eddie, Eddie, which, oh my gosh, him screaming Eddie's name haunts me crying. every time. Because you can see, like... In his face, you can hear it in his voice, you can see it in his eyes. Like, he realizes, he really... like, he sees his life flash forward yeah. if Eddie dies. Like, he, yeah. he already feels that loss even before he knows that he's lost. Yeah. Um, and so it's just like, and I don't know if we've ever seen that emotion on Dustin before. No, like, this is like brand new. Usually, Dustin is like a happy go lucky kind of kid. Like, he's super, like, positive mm-hmm. and, like, just a little bundle of joy. Yeah. So seeing him feel those emotions and the pain, it's like a first for him. Like this is actually something or somebody that he loved dearly that's just gone. I think, and I think this scene was, or not this scene, but this season mm-hmm. was so big for everyone's emotions. Like we really saw the acting ability mm-hmm. of a lot of the kids. Yeah. Um, Max. Lucas, Lucas, first of all, he carried that scene on his back. He Him did. and that's both. Oh my gosh. Like, you could just, you could feel and sense and see the amount of care and love he has for Max. The way he stood by her the entire time literally was like sacrificing himself mm-hmm. and protecting her, trying his best to protect her from fucking Jason, a stupid bitch. Anyways, um, when he stepped on those headphones, I literally like I, My heart, I knew it was over. I knew there was no I, saving I was, this moment. I was under the impression that um, Max was done for. Yeah. I thought either she was going to die or I had a feeling that Nancy was going to die. I feel like mm. I had this feeling that somebody major was going to die. Yeah. But I mean, Max did die, but come, she came back to life, but still like, I thought something crazy was going to happen this season. We did lose Eddie, even though he wasn't like a core character. I really, he needed to be, he I still really, needs to be. I, yeah. I hope he comes back. I hope that we're right about that. I hope we're right. That maybe the time thing in the upside down is like, 
maybe they can go back or I don't know. We don't yeah. know. There's a lot of unanswered questions with how that works. So hopefully he comes back. But I was really I was really thinking that Max or Nancy was gonna die for some reason. Yeah. I just got that vibe from Nancy when she was starting to get like mm-hmm. possessed or you know. Oh yeah. And that's where I'm pretty sure that's where volume one left off. Is yep. that her getting like Vecna, she was so like, to say, yeah, and I was, I was scared, I and people were trying to sit here and say like, oh, what song do you think that they're gonna, you know, use to save her? And I was interested to see that, but yeah. we actually didn't get that. I know at all. I don't know. I think Vecna was just trying to scare her and get her to yeah. relay the message to Eleven. But I don't give a fuck. That would have been really cool if like we got a new song. Yeah, no, because yeah. the album was really good. It was the soundtrack. Holy shit! I I have it in my phone. Like oh it's my so gosh. amazing. They always they always come through. Yeah, every time I listen to I think it's Puppet Master. I literally Master like your puppets. Yeah. <laughs> No, literally. I just see I just see Eddie in my yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah. But Metallica fans, don't come for us because we recognize who who the real artist is. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're yeah, just yeah. Eddie stands. Yes, yes. I'm a um, for Eddie. I'm a I'm a whore. Which goes to goes to say that I am a full believer and enabler of the theory that Eddie will come back as the D and D character Kaz. Okay, okay, yeah. I wanna hear about this. I wanna want now I love me a good vampire. When yeah. when it came to Twilight, I was I was an Edward Stan. I was a Jacob. I was a Jacob oh girl. My gosh. I just except when he imprinted on the child. Oh yeah, I took that back real quick. How are you gonna defend that? Real fucking quick. <laughs> um, I was I'm more like New Moon Jacob. You know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like when he can't. first when he first transitioned. Yes. Yeah. You okay. can't hate me for that. Okay. I get it. Okay. No, I get it. Okay. Back to um, back to what we were saying. <laughs> I love how every time I find a way to insert Twilight in, and we just into go into my tangents. podcast episode. Yeah. 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 Um, but anyways, I can go on about Twilight. Yeah. So, yeah, I love me a good vampire. And so Cass is a vampire. And in D&D lore, um, Cass is a lieutenant to Vecna. And he hosts a range of powers similar to vampires, which is why it could be easy to come back from the dead by Demobats. Now, the Duffer <gasps> Brothers said... Oh my fucking god, the bats, the bite, the bite. Oh my god, you're yeah. right. The Duffer Brothers, you the, were saying. Yeah, the Duffer Brothers said that a bite from a Demobat cannot kill somebody. People are saying, no, he bled out. He obviously bled out. But, like, when a tra- a vampire is transitioning, like, a person or a human is transitioning into a vampire, mm-hmm. they die and come back to life. Yes. <gasps> and they're, they are the oh undead. Oh, God. Like, that's the I'm thing. I'm excited. And so... I hope you're right. No, I I hope I am, too. Duffer Brothers, if you're listening to this, get me on the phone. Bring him back. Get me, get me in the writer's room. Oh because... You know, anyways, yeah. So, um, so yeah, and Cass also has like significant weapons, which mm. there's a sword, mm-hmm. and then there's a shield with spikes on it, which mm. is just like Eddie's trash can yep. shield with nails in it. There you go. And him riding on the bike. So I was watching it. Um, I was watching episode nine last night just to feel something. Yep. And he was riding, trying to distract the bats. He was riding on the bike, and he had his um. It's like little. It, it's not a. It's not a sword. It was like a a spear. A spear. Uh, I think it's a spear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he had his spear, his makeshift spear, and then his trash can shield, and they were on his back, and he was riding on the bike with all the bats behind him, mm-hmm. and I saw like in my mind, me as a rider, I saw this exact scene, but him as Cass riding on the same bike, but mm-hmm. as a vampire, and yeah. all the bats following him because like he's the, he's leader, the leader of the bats. Which I don't know if that follows D&D lore, but I just, 
I just you saw just an opportunity. You cannot help yourself. No, yeah, like, okay, I yeah. have to fantasize. But you know, that's a that's a good fantasy to have. You know, no, what yeah. if it is a reality in 2024? Yeah, we find out Eddie is reincarnated as a little vampire bitch. Oh my god! And and the thing is, is this like it could go any way that the Duffer Brothers could let it. You know, yes. um, because he could so. With Cass being Vecna's, like, little soldier boy, mm. um, obviously, he does all his dirty work. And mm-hmm. people suspect that Eddie could forget everybody in Hawkins. He could forget his connections to the mortal world. Oh, my God. And that is kind of what... It's kind of like in Vampire Diaries when they turn their humanity off. Okay. Um, where it's like, you're able to do all this dirty work because you have no connections to those people that yeah, you're harming. it's kind of like a... You become a sociopath, and mm. you have no empathy or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And then Dustin might be his tie back to his humanity, maybe. A little bromance moment. Mm. Um, or he could, um, like, ultimately, in D&D lore, Kaz also turns on Vecna. Oh. So, yeah. So that's, like, that's how the character in if, Dungeons & Dragons, that's, like, that storyline. If Eddie becomes the actual hero, like... Maybe just a little side hero. I know mm-hmm. Eleven's gonna be that bitch. We, she could be. We don't know. You know, yeah. anything can happen. But if Eddie becomes a hero again, like officially, I will literally bust. <laughs> I will bust. <laughs> put a pee pad down. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Put a put a towel down before I watch. No, shit. I already like. There's vampire edits of Eddie. On I, girl, TikTok. I was gonna bring that up. They're like he already looks so good, and then so I read that. Um, Joe Quinn wanted Eddie to have makeup on, like particularly eyeliner, because a metal like metalheads, that's what they wore. Mm. But I'm pretty sure makeup told him no, or somebody else told him no. No, literally, because why are you why are you keeping that from us? Particularly, yeah. like he and he wore he wore eyeliner to his audition or really? in his audition tape at least. Yes, and so. As a vampire, he could have eyeliner, Put eyeliner on. on. Put the eyeliner on. Yes, please, please. Like fans are saying that they saw they saw pictures, and I did too, mm-hmm. of the bites. But they were like the prosthetics before the blood was on, and yes. they were saying, "Oh, it doesn't look that deep." Which you know, I I can be realistic and say, first of all, makeup. Yeah. Second of all, once you put the the actual makeup and blood on a prosthetic, mm-hmm. it can look a lot deeper than yeah. what it is. Um, so I know that's delusion. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like... So aside from the like the cast theory in terms of explaining who that is, mm-hmm. Eddie had to die. Yeah. First, it was too obvious, and it was like foreshadowed a lot to where like you saw it coming, but I don't think that you... Like, I don't think that's the end. You know what I'm saying? I... I- you know, my stupid ass, my my naive ass thought, like, Eddie was going to be okay. Like, I thought he was going to... I We wanted him to be subconsciously, okay. Subconsciously, I knew he wasn't, because I got, like, this feeling like he was, like, a little lost puppy, and something bad was going to happen to him, but I wanted to believe otherwise. Yeah. <gasps> I'm just very passionate about this. I'm very emotional. But I also think, first of all, and I know y'all are going to hate me for this, but I feel like they need to kill off a main character. I was going to say that. I was going to say that. I feel like somebody had to die. Mm-hmm. And if they were... Okay, Max was going to die. I was like, okay, I can... Ex- okay, it hurts, but I can accept it. Mm-hmm. Like, I get it. You can't just keep, like, these people around. Because it's like, they're not fucking... 
superwoman. They can't like yeah. literally take all these hits and then they're just literally come back. just just people. Yeah, like how Vecna said, yo, just a man. It's like they're. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck Papa. <laughs> um, yeah, they they don't wear these bulletproof vests. Like they need to die. Somebody needs to get hurt and mm-hmm. die. So when Max came back, I was like, oh, okay, all right, I guess. But like, I was really crying that I was I was crying when that was happening. Was when she was yeah. like brought back. Like when Elle was like sitting by her and literally like no, no. I was like, <gasps> I'm not oh letting it God. happen. Yeah, I was like, okay. Um, Maybe he, maybe they should keep Eddie dead. Mm, no. I don't think they should, but like... I think Jonathan should die. Oh! John- <gasps> Hot right. take. No, Hot no, no, take. No, like, like, I feel like he's just kind of useless and like... Oh my god. I feel like I, can, I get that foreshadowing a little bit. I mean, I just think just that he doesn't... He doesn't give anything to the plot... Mm-hmm. Except for being Nancy's little boyfriend. Little fuckboy, yeah. Yeah, and even in this season, like... I feel like he's holding her back. I mean, okay. Hot take, he's holding her back. He is He is a supporting character at this point because mm-hmm. he supports Will, mm. and then he has his romance with Nancy. And I think that <gasps> Jonathan, like, the last two episodes, Jonathan was very strong in terms of I'm Will's brother. Yeah. But other than that, like... What else does he bring into the table? Yeah. I feel like I have a little theory, a little thought. Um, when Will is Vecna's vessel again, what if Will kills Jonathan? <gasps> like, think about it. Think about how fucking oh powerful gosh. that would be. That would be insane if he died because of Will. Because Jonathan... Was, what if he's trying to save Will and then Jonathan's like... Because Jonathan thinks he's, like, the only person who can get through to Will. Like, yeah. he sees Will for Will, which is yeah. very, very is true. powerful. Like, yeah. But him thinking that, like, because you know how in, like, in Supernatural movies, it's like, it's like, you know me. Like, like I'm your da 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 Yeah, when they're trying to get you through to somebody out. that's possessed. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it, it could definitely be a situation it like that. It could be, like, that trope that he, like starts to come out of it but he's like psych bitch psych and then kills him you're you're on punked <laughs> Ashton Kutcher oh. <laughs> um, no like I can see that happening um the Duffer Brothers said they feel like the kids needed a loss this season and that's exactly what they gave them they all lost something right um and Dustin I feel like Dustin <laughs> they didn't want Dustin to be great and have two male figures in his life so they were like, mm, one's got to go, and it can't be Steve, because then people would literally protest I, for Steve. Yeah. And would, I would, too. Yeah. They, they'd cancel their Netflix subscription, maybe. Yeah. Um, no, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. I was going to make a joke when you were like, all the characters lost something. I was like, yeah, Max lost her eyesight. No, um, Max lost, like, her walking and no, eyesight. Oh, no. And her brain. Like, she's brain dead right now. Oh, yeah. When, when Eleven was trying to get through to her, through mm-hmm. her mind... And she didn't see anything. Because Vecna, uh, well, Henry won, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, When he was explaining to Elle, whenever he did the massacre, Mm -hmm. he was like, they're not gone. They're all in here, in his mind. So the idea is that Max is in his mind. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he has a a part of Max. So I think a part of season five is trying to get Max out of... Like, I think you have to kill Vecna to get... Max back. Yeah, to get everybody who he's killed out of him. Maybe, like, their souls are trapped in there. And, like, although their bodies are dead, not Max. Max can can come back. 
Um, even though their bodies are dead, they'll be able to pass on um, peacefully. Like their yeah. souls are not trapped in hell, basically. Um, I think that would be a nice little, you know. Yeah. They're all going up in the sky to heaven. And Max can come back peacefully. Do you think she's going to be okay? Um, I don't. I think that she'll be able to walk and she'll be able to move her arms, but she might be blind. I don't want her to be blind. I'm really sad about that. Like, this bitch is literally like. She should have died. Like, she, you're, you're no, just No, I thought vegetable. she was a goner. I was telling my sister, first of all, I was still crying mm-hmm. from, from Eddie. Yep. Um, and I was telling my sister, I was like, she's a goner. She's a goner. Because when I saw the blood in her eyes, I was like, there's no way. She was like, yeah. Mm. Which, I mean, Lucas said that she died for a minute, and then mm. she came back. Yeah, like, that's um, a lot of damage. Yeah. That's, a, that's yeah. But um, going back to, because I want to I wanna touch on, like, killing Beckna, but that's yeah. a whole other yeah. theory. So, wrapping up the Eddie theory real quick, um, I said Eddie had to die, but Mm. mainly because Hawkins had Brandon who has a murderer and public enemy number one. Mm. So, they can't just bring him back to the upside, or not to the upside down, to Hawkins. Yeah, because he would kind of just be another, the same target, and he wouldn't be able to... I feel like they probably would have arrested him, or... Yeah, which they filmed, they filmed another scene where he got arrested, so I'm a little confused. Let me see it. Let me watch it. Oh, it, it's not... It's, we can't. We're never going to see it. We won't. No. Unless... Let me pay season for five. it. I'll pay for it. I'll watch it. Unless it's in season five. Because oh. they film... People are saying that they filmed a lot of a lot of scenes that are going to be in season five when they were filming for season four. Because you know how they love them a good flashback. Yeah. True. So... True. And they were seeing how... There would be pictures mm-hmm. of Millie Bobby Brown and Noah Schnapp in like their costumes and like different parts of the set mm. and in one of the pictures like millie bobby brown was in her outfit her roller ring outfit mm-hmm. but will he was in his outfit that he was wearing at the very end of episode nine so like different different little button-up different pants everything so people think that vecna is going to like use the roller rink as part to like get inside of his head and that's why they were like that's why that picture was set up that way plus he was wearing a harness in one of the pictures that he took and he posted it and he had on the outfit that he was wearing at the end of episode nine but he was harnessed so this motherfucker's gonna fly yeah like he's gonna be yo he's gonna go on the stairway to heaven oh no that's he's gonna, he's gonna, it's gonna be like a max part two you think like he's like the i don't know i feel like he might completely die Ooh. i think that's in his cards Oh, shit. It started with him and it ends with him. But, like, oh, poor Will. Hate to see it. Hate to see it. Let Jonathan go. Don't let Will go. Come on. I'm really sad. Maybe they both go. That makes me sad. They're going to die together. And then and then Joyce, Hopper, and Elle can continue on being a family. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> it's like survivor's guilt. Real quick, mm-hmm. to, to completely wrap it We're up. We're going to wrap it up. Um, We're not no. done yet. We're not done yet. <laughs> no. Um, I kind of sensed some parallels to Victor Creel mm. when I was rewatching it because Victor Creel was arrested and made public enemy number one, oh, but his yeah. son was doing the killings. And Eddie was made public enemy number one because of Chrissy, and he had to go on the run. You're so, right. I mean, and of course, there's no like resolution to that kind of like thing that I noticed. Mm. It's more of just like a, I'm seeing the parallels. How yeah. do they add up? 
Yes, because the Duffer Brothers always make the full circle. Yeah. What are they going to do with that? What, are they going to make a full circle? They, they, they don't leave things hanging. Yeah, because Victor Creel, he, so he was blamed for it, but yeah. then um, he, like, I think Vecna came back and made him blind. I'm pretty I'm sure. You're right. Like, how, oh, wait, did he make himself blind? What was going on with that? Um, I don't, I don't, I don't remember. Know. I don't remember if it was, because I, when Henry was telling the story, he said, I tried to get my dad too, but it was too much for me, and I passed out. So maybe in that moment, he tried to make Victor blind, but when they were arresting him, he, he didn't see. seem, he yeah. Could, he was, like, normal. So maybe he, like, came back for seconds. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. And maybe... Like, maybe Eddie's, like, Eddie's punishment or whatever could be making him a vampire and keeping him alive. Yeah. Because most of the time, when vampires talk about, like, being a vampire, they say, like, sometimes, not all the times, they say, like, I wish I would have just stayed dead. Yeah. Because they're, they're, like, doomed to eternal life. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, eternal life for Eddie is, like, you're kind of just the most hated, and you're kind of just, like, stuck. You you would just be stuck there. So, like, it'd kind of be, like, a never-ending hell for him. Maybe it would just be, like, something for one to just, like, be his little play toy. Yeah. Kind of just be a little torturous, evil son of a bitch, you know? Yeah, and I don't think... I can see that. I don't think he'll ever go back to Hawkins. I think he's permanently stuck in the Upside Down. Oh, and If he does come back, he's permanently stuck there. Mm -hmm. Um, But Eleven will be able to see him whoever goes into the Upside... But think about it. The upside down is coming to real life. Eddie could yeah. come back to the surface. Oh my gosh, no, you're right. I feel like Eddie might come back, be powerful, and like be controlled by Vecna mm-hmm. and start hurting the people that were that hated him the most. Maybe there's some like revenge arc. Well, can't be Jason because Jason was sliced in half. Oh, when that happened, I was like, That's you know, one like, good thing about when it. I was watching it. My tears were blinding me, you so didn't I see didn't. That. I didn't see that part. But then I, somebody yeah. was talking about it, and they were like, "I'm so glad that Jason got got burned in half." And I was like, "Wait, when did that happen?" I'm sorry. I saw that shit twice, and I was very satisfied each time. Yeah. I was very happy to see his fucking little, little weird ass get fucking severed in half. Because after it all happened, I was like, "What happened to Jason?" Like, where and did then you go? I saw I saw like on Twitter or something. They're like, oh, "I'm so glad that Jason died." Da da da. And I said. He did? <laughs> so then I'm watching it the second time, and I'm like, he did. Yeah, thank God. Fuck that little bitch. That's what happens when you put your nose in other people's business. Exactly. And he didn't want to listen to reason. He didn't want to listen to a black man's reason. Caleb said that he doesn't think Jason is racist. I don't personally think Jason was motivated by racism. Uh, I think it was just like a little in the back of his mind. Like yeah. Subconscious. He was a little too quick to pull a gun out on Lucas and think that he was, uh, like, possessing Max. <sighs> Of course. Of course you think it's the black man. Of course. So yeah, weird. But that's not on my business. Yeah. So yeah, that pretty much wraps up the Eddie and Cass theory. That mm-hmm. was my biggest and favorite one because I want him to come back. Ed. Not even because I loved him in the mo- in the show, mm-hmm. but I love Joseph Quinn mm-hmm. as an actor, as a person. Yeah, he played Eddie so well. Joe, so if you're well. listening to this, hit us up. Hit my line. You know where to find me. Mm-hmm. Like, seeing him and see how, how, like, devastated he was that they killed him off. He said that he didn't know that that was the character's fate when he first signed on to the, to the show. And he really loved 
the whole like atmosphere of the show, yeah. like every part of it. He was very passionate about it. So And like even the Duffer brothers will sit here and talk about how Joe Quinn made it his own role. Like a lot of the character that Eddie was, Joe created that. And he put so much effort into it. He literally built a playlist of metal, 80s metal songs to prepare for the role. I love how much, like, mm-hmm. how much dedication each um, actor puts into their yeah. role in this series. Um, like, with David Harbour. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, I am in love and obsessed with Hopper. <laughs> I don't even know how I didn't bring this up yet. Um, maybe because, like, not many people really give a fuck about the whole Russia thing. But every time I got to see my daddy, um, David Harbour, Hopper, I literally was like, I fucking want him. I want to have sex with him. (laughs) I am in love with him. Literally, I am so obsessed. But, like, yeah. The way that he literally lost so much weight to play a prisoner in Russia. Very accurate, by the way. Russians are fucking crazy. Um, They are, like... Yeah, you know what happens to Russian people when they go against their little... Oh, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, their leader. That's why people are scared of communism. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah, that's understandable. But yeah, just so much dedication from all of them. Literally love the entire cast. Uh, shout out David Harbour. I love you so much. You can hit me up. You can... Joseph Quinn can hit up Avery, and then I will take David Harbour. Even though he's dating Lily Allen, love her. Yeah. I want him. But, like, thruple? <gasps> a th- little thruple move? Yeah, let's have a whole poly situation right oh now. Oh, my gosh. I would be so down for let's that. Let's get Joe, Joe Curry in here, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. I'm for, I'm for the whole cast yeah, exactly. that is above the age of 23. Yep. There you go. That's it. I'll take it. A lot of people said they didn't like the Russia storyline. I because and I think like I overheard people talking about it one time and I've seen it a little bit on like social media. I like loved it. I don't care. Well it was more of I think a lot of people watch the show for the kids. And so like the whole I get it, but no. the whole Russia was all Murray, Joyce and Hopper. Yes. And I love Murray, by the way. Love yeah. Murray. He's like Oh my god, me too. I feel like he's me. Even his even like the actor himself. Love him so much. He's so fucking funny. He's so funny. He, he reminds me of Psychowitz from yes. Victorious. I think that's why I love yes. him so much. I feel like he gives me big Aries energy and I my moon is an Aries and I feel okay. like I really connect with him. Yeah, on a spiritual. Level. Yes. Because we're like very chaotic and mm-hmm. amazing and uh but like i feel like what you were saying like that situation in russia it actually played into what was going on in hawkins a lot yeah without that nothing would have literally would have fucking died because when they when murray started flame throwing those motherfuckers mm-hmm. that was it's um it's the hive mind like yeah every um creature in the upside down is connected to vecna he feels it yeah. So if you touch a like a little um, tentacle, he feels it. You fucking flamethrow all of those little bitches. They feel it. He feels it. Yeah. It was like a domino effect, and the whole thing with like L um, being motivated by what Mike was saying, and then that on top of it, just well, and so like the scene, he you know he flamethrowed every all of the Dima dogs, all mm-hmm. the Dima organs yeah except for one and so then when that one rises he and he takes the sword which was a propped from a propped 
prop. I know a prop saying. from we um, another 80s movie. Really? Which is, there's an Easter egg about it in the first episode when we first meet, or when we first see Mike, because mm-hmm. on his wall is the poster for that movie. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of the name right now. It's one that I haven't seen, because mm-hmm. it's just not my personal type of movie. It's okay. But each their own. Um, but he picks up the sword, and that... You have that going on, and then you have um, Robin, Steve, and Nancy defeating Vecna, and then you have Lucas. It was Lucas and Jason fighting. Yes. So between Lucas and Jason fighting, and then um, uh, the Nancy, three, Steve, yep. and then Shooting, they were throwing. Yes. Yep. And then they were using the uh, running up that hill mm-hmm. mixed with the Stranger Things theme. Girl, the chills on my body. The tears I'm getting out of my chills eyes. right now. I'm just thinking about it. Hair, my like, hair. I was obsessed. Just I was obsessed. a perfect Best scene. sequence of events. It goes from like literally everything's going wrong. Um, they're all going to die to um, Hopper slicing off the Demogorgon's head. The arm, literally, it was like he, I don't know, he just like made me feel things. He put his whole harbussy in it. Yup, he did. He really yeah. fucking did. And I'm pretty sure I just love how... Um, didn't the Russians have, like, weapons that they could choose from? That's yeah. how the sword got there. Mm-hmm. My sister was like, oh, I don't understand, like, where did the sword come from? It was from the weapon rack, okay. Which um, they were hiding in. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And he just, it was just like he's the knight in shining armor. He's, you know, he almost killed, he almost got killed by that little bitch. So it was kind of like a revenge. Like, it was yeah. just. Well, and, like, this has been a threat to Elle's life for so yes, long. Yes, and so that I feel is like it was her just personal. fucking dad. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just... I love the relationship with um, Hopper and Eleven. Like, he lost his daughter, and then he got her back again. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I just... The whole sequence of events, especially Hopper, um, it was just amazing and perfect. And I loved it. I love big casts like this, especially when it takes time, like takes place over time. Because mm-hmm. they get to know each other, and they, like grow a bond together Mm -hmm. um and so like hearing the duffer brothers talk about each actor but what boils my blood Mm -hmm. is the way they talk about joseph quinn and they don't want to bring him back i mean maybe maybe they will right maybe because they were originally supposed to kill off um joe creary in season one and they chose not to after the way that he acted and so joseph quinn went on like portrayed this role thinking if I do a good job maybe I'll be brought back so it's like a whole like um full circle thing like with Steve yes. like they're gonna keep him like cause he put his whole pussy in that shit yeah so Joseph wants the same thing to happen to him yeah bring that bitch back make him a vampire and I just it's so heartbreaking because first of all um we cause he's a Taurus mm. I'm a Capricorn mm-hmm. so I just think it's there um, comparing birth charts, mm. it could hey, it just works. It, I just know that if I was in his position as an actor, I would approach it with that same mindset mm-hmm. because I like I believe that when you put good like effort and energy into something, you're going to get rewarded. Mm-hmm. And so, like to know that there is a chance that he might not come back after he had that mindset and he mm. really put his whole quinacy in it. Mm-hmm. I, oh my gosh, it hurts so it's, much. It's just a little bit more painful oh. because you know how much he cares about the role. Yes. Yeah, and the character itself, like. Which, this is a safe space for any and all Joe Quinn praise. We will not yeah. take any slander. No. 
Now, I think we've already proved that already. It's very apparent that we are 100% on the Joe train, bitch. Yeah. Joseph Quinn train. So the last theory that I have, mm -hmm. um, and you might not like this one, because after we talked about season two, you might not be a fan. Okay. But it's okay. Eight could come back. Oh, do you mean nine or eight? Eight. The, in season the sister, two. Yes. Elle's sister. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, okay. Now I'm remembering... Yeah, so this was in season two, most of everyone's least favorite season. Okay, and I can... It wasn't my favorite season, but I did like eight. She was cool. I like her. I like how she... Like her little power. I thought that was so fucking dope. Mm -hmm. Love her. Okay, um, Well, I need to watch season two because I remember at the time... Like looking back at it, it's not the most memorable. I'll tell you. You want me to explain what her power was again? What was it? Okay, so she could make people see things like, oh, yeah. like their biggest fears like... She made them, the whole group, invisible at one point. She was making people see spiders and shit. Like, that bitch could make you see things you did not want to see. Mm -hmm. She could scare the shit out of you. Yeah. Very useful. I do remember that. I remember particularly the scene where she made the cops see, like, um, like an explosion or something. Yes. It was, or it was, like, a wall. Yeah. A big wall. And then they, so like, they were stopped. able to get away. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember that. Um, so, yeah. Which, that even goes perfectly into this theory as well. Mm -hmm. In the beginning, going back to the first episode of season four, mm -hmm. um, when they were playing the D&D tournament. I forgot what exactly they... Like, it's the end of Eddie's campaign. They're yes. playing a big game. And um, they're trying to kill Vecna mm -hmm. in the game. And Dustin rolls. He gets he gets some number I don't remember, but mm -hmm. it's a miss. Mm -hmm. And then Erica rolls a perfect 20, mm -hmm. and it killed Vecna. Mm -hmm. So Dustin initially rolled an 11. That was the number that Dustin rolled. And it didn't work. That was a miss. And in season four, she didn't have the opportunity to kill Vecna. Mm -hmm. But eight plus 11... Mm -hmm. um, so, 8's powers and 11's powers would combine to make all of the powers that 1 has. So, then you add the 1 from 1 himself, and yeah. then that's... Yeah. So, they, so, people think that Callie, which is her name, mm. or maybe it's Kali, I don't remember her exact I, name. I think it might have been Callie. Callie, okay. Yeah. So, people think that Callie, especially because the Duffer Brothers said they're not done with her story. It's confirmed. They said it before. They're not done with yeah, her. Yeah, because, like, so, she just kind of... Appeared and then disappeared. Disappeared. So, definitely. Yeah. I mean, kind of like Papa. We all thought Papa was dead, and here he is. Speaking of, that oh my God, died three times and came back to life. Let's talk about it. Okay, Papa, we thought he was dead. Mm -hmm. Hopper, we thought he was dead. Mm -hmm. But they all came back. Mm. So tell me how Eddie can't come back. Yeah, no, it's just not the same. We gotta get equal treatment, bitch. Even Joyce and Murray were talking about it. Joyce was like, he's alive when she got the doll. Joyce was like, he's alive. I got this doll from Russia, and this is what it says. He has to be alive. And Murray was like, you saw him die. She was like, I never saw a body. And he was like, so then where is he now? Yeah. And so I think that conversation is very, very important, maybe, for any other character deaths, particularly Eddie's. At least but Papa, Eddie. Papa, we literally saw that Demodog... Demogorgon, whichever Demma it was, yeah. we saw it attack him. Yep. We saw him fall to the ground. How? Like, how? If fucking whatever the fuck his face is, what's his name? Um, Joyce's ex-lover. Bob. Bob. Yeah. yeah. He got torn to shreds. What yeah. about Papa? Why didn't Papa's bitch ass get torn no, to shreds? No, literally, because I know Papa himself cannot fight off a Demodog. No, he cannot. Not with uh -uh. that crippled ass. He's graying. Yeah. He is an old man. He has an old well, for how was. long? Like, I feel like he's been old for so long. Mm, what if he 
is immortal. No, Vecna said he's just an ordinary man. Okay, true. true, 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 true. And but, the whole scene, like, just a little tangent, the whole scene with the helicopter and shit, that was amazing when L started spinning oh, it yeah. and then brought it down. That was so powerful. Literally oh got my a gosh. Love her so much. Okay. I love Back that. to what we were saying. Um, Eight. So, yeah, they... So, in season two, um, Callie was introduced, mm-hmm. and that's when, like... I think things with... I don't remember if Papa was supposed to die. If Papa, quote-unquote, died in season two or season three. I think he died in, like, every season. <laughs> okay, valid. I know he was hurt in every season. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so that was there. And they were trying to, with Callie, um, Eleven, and all of the other... Brothers and sisters. <laughs> the rest of the countdown. Yes. Um, they were literally trying to outrun Papa and the laboratory. Mm-hmm. And um, so in, they, you know, they said, like you said, she just disappeared. We don't know where she went. Mm-hmm. But I think that their sisters, they're obviously still connected in some way. She probably comes and spies on her without her knowing. You know, yeah. like how she can, like, get in her brain and shit. Yeah. I feel like maybe... She's just in the know, and she might come back when she needs it the most. Well, that being said, she mm-hmm. might be in the know, especially now that everything's happening. Yeah. And she sees that a loss, mm-hmm. she needs more help. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, I think this theory is such a good one. Yeah. I, I believe the, the cast theory because I just want it to happen. Yeah. I want Eddie and Joe Quinn to win. This is just more of a, a desire, and then the theory about eight, it makes sense. No, it makes so much sense. Yes. And like all the all the signs are pointing yes, all yep. the flags are green. Yep. And so, the Duffer brothers even said it themselves, like, where else is she gonna come back? Season six, there's not gonna be a season six, this bitch no. gotta come back. Season now. five is it. It's, it's oh my done. god, that's so scary. I too. know. They better like this the episodes better be like three hours long each. <laughs> like Stranger Things came out when I was like a junior in high school. I was a I was either a sophomore or a junior in high school. I'm graduated from college now. Okay. Like that's insane You're to think be about. Like, um, how old are you now? I'm 22. So You're I'm 24. Be, um, yeah, I definitely grew up. Like we all kind of grew up with the whole cast of Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. Like that. I feel like that's why a lot of people are so connected to it too. Like. We're all... We watched them grow. Yeah, and we grew with them. Which is insane because um, Gaten is 20 years old. How is he two years younger than me? But he looked like... He, he looks like a baby. He looked like an infant when he was on when he was on season one. Um, I actually... How old would that make him in season one? That would have made him... If I was 16, that would have made him 14. He looked like he was... Nine. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he was like a little baby. Like, what? It's insane. And then, like, Finn Wolfhard, so tall and so, like... He's a man now. I don't know how to explain it. it was like I little... loved him. I loved him as a kid. Like a him and baby, It. little pale boy. I love the character he played in It. He oh, was yes. so funny, and he played that role so well. Yeah. Like, like he, was, he was, like, that kid. Like, he just fit those those roles perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. Even in, um, I think it's called The Goldfinch, maybe? And he did really, I didn't watch it. I've only seen clips of it. But he looked like he did very well. Oh, Good for him. He deserves um, good things. Yeah, and he's in a band. Yeah. Literally everyone in this cast is in a band or does music really? some, somehow, somehow. They're so cool. Do you have anything else to say on the um, last theory that I just touched on with Okay, eight? with AIDS, um, I feel like, the, what, what else is there to say? I feel like since the Duffer Brothers said that she's coming back, like, it's definitely gonna happen. She's 
gonna come back and help Elle, her sister. Mm -hmm. She's gonna, you know, be there for her. Um, I just wonder how it's gonna play out. I have no idea, but I'm excited because I want. Also, so um, Lucas, mm. at the same time that Erica rolled the perfect 20, Lucas shot the ball and like won the championship game, and his basketball number is eight. Oh. So, See, I don't really know. <laughs> it's intentional. They know what they're doing. But, like, how is Lucas going to help Elle? So, that's my thing. I just think it's, like, this dynamic where Lucas hated Eleven. He did not like her season mm-hmm. one. Like, it was just obvious. You know, everybody knew this. He did not like her. And I think now that they've gotten older and kind of connected and got to know each other, it's, like, kind of be, kind of going to be, like, this development for um, Elle and Lucas, I feel like he's going to come to terms, like, officially, and they're just going to, I don't know, you know, how he was always, like, imagining and um, daydreaming being, like, having his little slingshot and, like, defending everybody, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like he's going to have his moment to shine. I don't know, maybe. Well, I think he definitely, like, he hates Vecna. Yeah. For right reasons. Especially, like, his fucking girlfriend is, like. Yeah. But even in in season one... So, he did Okay, I don't think he hated Elle right off the bat. I think what he hated more was how everyone was so susceptible to just believing in her. Yeah. And he... And I'm not going to lie. If I was in that position, I definitely would be like, we're just going to believe this random girl we just found in the woods. Yeah. Like, let, let's maybe, like, take a step yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, no, he... He was right for thinking like that. It was very rational of him. Yeah. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I do feel like like that dislike or just like discontent kind of grew yeah. as well. Yeah. And so seeing them hug in... Um, that was very powerful. Yeah, yeah. In the last episode was mm-hmm. just, wow. It was oh like the gosh. cherry on top. You know it's real when Lucas is hugging Eleven. Mm-hmm. You know? Some yeah. shit went down. Like, Which is kind of why... I could see them, and I don't know how. It could just be, like, kind of how in um, episode 9, how, like, you had the different little teams, so to speak. It could be that kind of scenario where, like, Lucas and Elle have teamed up. Maybe Lucas, Elle, and Callie or something like that. Where, like, that whole triangle comes together. I It's a possibility. I'm I'm here for it, though. I want... I'm copywriting this episode because if I see any of this in season five, I'm getting the credit and yeah. I'm getting the check. Give me, give me a percentage of that. Mm, yeah. Yeah, because, like, you deserve it. We're, we're spitting right now. We are. What if we predict, like, everything? And when it all comes true... We're going to be in the credits. Mm-hmm. Slip our names. Yeah, it might be a little small. Might, yeah. But she'll be there, yeah. loud and proud. Yeah. See? There you go. So, yeah. that wraps up the theories portion. Um, I feel like we got a lot in, and I definitely feel like this episode is going to be longer than an hour. Woo! I mean, but, like, it's worth it. No, there's so much it. to fit in. There, it's just like it's a fucking Stranger Things episode. Like, yeah. you, can't, you can't stop at one hour. I like, think we should aim for the two hours and 17 minutes. Ooh. Ooh. Really, the next segment is going to be on the Easter, Easter eggs. eggs. Yeah. But more importantly, uh, my little favorite horror movie Easter eggs, because there were so many and you know me i'm a i'm a little whore for horror movies or suckers and they were just so they were there and i think 
watching it the first time, like, for me, I was like, this looks familiar. Yeah. But in the moment, because I was so consumed by mm, tears and heartache, yeah. I just couldn't process yeah. it. But looking back, I was like, oh, my They're gosh. definitely there. Wow. They're here. They're yes. obvious. So, we'll start with the first one, because we were just talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about Finn Wolfhard. And so, in it, one of the parallels was when Max was in the snowball, yes. the snowball dance, and the balloon started to pop with blood. Mm-hmm. Now, that happened in the very first it. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and so, one of the characters is in the library, mm-hmm. and he sees all of the, all of the blood, which... Now that I think about it, I think in the modern day, it, it also happens like this. And um, I think there were balloons, mm-hmm. and the balloons exploded, and they had blood in it. Okay. And so that so, was like a little a little hint, a little jab at that. Yeah. In the, that scene, insane. Loved yeah. It. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Which, I mean, from the previews of this season, mm-hmm. everyone knew that they were like touching on a little bit more like horror yes, than, it, than like... I didn't, I, we didn't even bring that up. This season was a big jump from sci-fi, like, kitty-ish mm-hmm. kind of, you know, um, scares to, like, full-on horror gore insane scenes. Yeah. Like, I love how adult it became. Like, it, like the series grew with the kids. As, as they mature, mm-hmm. the, the scenes get more crazy and insane and... Very, very like gory, not crazy, yeah. but like with the bone snapping. That was like, I liked it. I loved it even. Yeah, and I feel like we didn't get as much humor out of the kids no, because it was of what very was going serious. On. But Argyle was like a majority <laughs> of the comedic relief. I love Argyle. And a lot of people don't. Like, a really? lot of people are saying that on Twitter, particularly. They're saying that they think Argyle should have died instead of Eddie. Which, no matter how much I love Eddie, I just feel like that's... Why would they kill him? Racially motivated. (gasps) Because... Why does he have to die? What did he do wrong? The same people who were hating on Argyle were probably hating on Lucas the very first season. Probably. Racially motivated. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. But without, without Argyle, like, this season would have been too serious. Yeah. It would have been... He was drag. just like the relief. He was the comedic yeah. relief. He um he did actually um pertain to the story. Mm-hmm. Like he actually didn't had an impact. Like when he was trying to write on the pizza box with the pen that yeah. had the number inside of it, <laughs> that that gave the story some more development and it helped the kids figure it out. Like when he's not useless. When they were all like getting the um, the sensory deprivation tank ready, yeah, and he was making a pizza. He like, knew what to do. <laughs> and, and he did he what did. he could with the tools he was given. Yeah, exactly. He he had this knowledge of like, oh, I know a place where we can go, and then ended up making some fucking pizza. For Without everybody. him, Shit. they wouldn't have. They wouldn't have been able to find what nope. they needed in time. Nope. So all you fucking Argyle haters, fuck you. I kind of felt like the interaction between. Uh, Argyle and the other surfer boy pizza worker re- reminded me of Cheech and Chong. Mm, that's cute. Another, it's not a horror film, but it is another film. Yeah, that's kind of cute. And it came out in the eighties. And yeah. they mentioned Cheech and Chong earlier when they were looking for uh, Reefer Rick. Mm. And so I just feel like that was a little jab at it. That was cute. Yeah. Uh, but I like that that interaction because all we've been seeing Argyle, like we only see him with Jonathan. We only see their interactions. Mm-hmm. 
But when he's interacting with the other surfer boy pizza dude, like, it's even more comedic relief. Yeah, and he, like, literally got them the whole restaurant to themselves. Like, I feel like there was another part of it that was, like, jabbed at, but I didn't write it down because maybe, these other two, these other two or three, I guess, because I didn't write the other one down either, but I remembered hey, it in my head. We have a fourth one earlier when we were talking about um, Freddy Krueger and oh my Nightmare gosh. on Elm Street. No, because Nightmare on Elm Street and Hellraiser. Now... <gasps> I have yet to see Hellraiser. I haven't either. But um, I didn't watch it, but I know of it, like from Dead by Daylight, mm -hmm. which Stranger Things was uh, featured on there. That's a little side note, not really important, but Hellraiser is super fucking dope. I love his like voice lines. I think he's iconic. Yeah. The box. You opened it. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> say what you were going to say. I genuinely want to watch Hellraiser. Yeah. Um, but I'm just so stuck on. I'm stuck on the Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm mm -hmm. stuck on, like, Michael Myers is my favorite. Just, like, my favorite the slashers, slashers are better. Yeah. But with Hellraiser, mm -hmm. there's a few jabs at it. Um, I, I genuinely cannot remember, um, like, the bigger one mm -hmm. because there's two specifically that I saw. Mm -hmm. um, but, so the stained glass door mm. at, um, in the real house yes um that is supposed to be a jab at hellraiser because the hellraiser house or mm -hmm. whatever um has a stained glass door mm -hmm. and that ties to how vecna and hellraiser are kind of related mm. in a sense they're like demons right they're yeah. like they're from the underworld and they they're like summoned. i think hellraiser so hellraiser was a human before he became okay so hellraiser like, and then he's vecna. like one yeah. Yeah. So so that's how they tie together. And the fact that the, the stained glass door is a, on both of their houses, it's yeah. like a, okay, here's it's that. Like a, it's like a homage. Oh, homage. Yeah. It's like kind of like that, like yeah. paying respects. So, and then with Nightmare on Elm Street, um, both Freddy and Vecna get inside your heads. They mm -hmm. make you see things. Mm -hmm. They pretty much drive you crazy. Yeah. But then you also had... It's funny because he is the offspring that's his dad, is mm -hmm. the original Freddy Krueger. I think I love how they casted him. He plays Victor, and Victor's oh, son... Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, yes. Victor's son is now, like, the Freddy Krueger of, yeah. of Hawkins. He is him. And oh he said gosh. something about a nightmare, and I was like, that is a little dig at wow. Nightmare on Elm Street. I just had to say that. I thought that Victor Creel looked familiar, but maybe it was the eyes or the lack yeah. thereof that yeah, no. I just missed it. Yeah, no, I was watching a, a commentary on it and the guy that was doing the commentary picked it up immediately and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. And then he said something about nightmares and I was like, the, and they knew what they were doing. That scene itself was paying homage to The Silence of the Lambs. I know, you're With right. Lecter, another, yeah. another horror movie. Then moving on to the next horror movie, um, which, so... Carrie, there's a few jabs at it. One of them is Max with the snowball dance with the balloons. But I think that leans more into it than yeah. Carrie because you can't just say, oh, there's blood at a dance. Yeah, Carrie. But with Elle being soaked by the milkshake at the roller and rink. And like being embarrassed. Yeah, and, like and just also the way that they kind of 
portray everyone laughing at yeah. her around her and like she also has like those powers that carrie does it's yeah kind of like it was very similar to carrie yeah um and that like that scene i said it before but the thing like when you're watching it it mm-hmm. feels very familiar but you yes. just don't know how yeah until, until you rewatch it mm-hmm. and then realize like connections so then moving on to the last movie that i have put mm-hmm. down which is my all-time favorite yes it's halloween mm-hmm. so and this one was very very in your face i mean yeah um they brought back the mask from season two i think where yes. where max was michael myers for halloween mm-hmm. um eddie needed to wear the mask so that nobody could recognize him yeah and he asked for a ski mask mask the max Max delivered a mask, mm-hmm. just wasn't the one he was thinking of. Yeah. It was a Michael Myers. Yes. Um, between that and Halloween was a big inspiration for Vecna, like Vecna's movements in particular. Yes. The head tilt that he does. Yeah. Michael Myers does the hel- does the head tilt whenever Iconic, he's yes. you know, like looking at a victim or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then Nancy's gunshots to Vecna. So Michael Myers is known for just eating bullets. <laughs> eating bullets, presumably being dead, and yeah. then when you go to where his body should be laying, yeah, he's, he's a, gone. out of sight. He's just, he's, I don't know how he does it. I don't and know how the man does it. Vecna pulled the Myers. He did. He did, rightfully so. And he's going to make his return again and yeah. again and again. Hopefully not again and again in season five. No, we yeah. want it to be one and done. One and done, like a yeah. period. A yeah. period at yep. the end. Period, bitch. And you, okay, another thing. So we talked about the the horror movies. Yep. Um, did you have anything else to say about Halloween before I completely change the subject? Um, um, I'm just excited about Halloween ends. That's all oh, I yeah. say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it doesn't involve Stranger Things, but, but it I'm does. excited. It does. It does. Everything revolves. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the whole friends don't lie. Right. Let's let's unpack lie. it because if friends don't lie, why do the Duffer Brothers? continue to lie to us because i thought we were friends what are we lying about fill me in mm, deaths <gasps> mm, mm. plots mm. like you're going back and erasing certain things I, and changing certain scenes yeah i don't like that i like things the way they are i'm interested in seeing what they have to change and what they're changing and if it's going to give me some like new content to watch yeah. while I am waiting patiently for season five. If it's good, I'm with the shiz. If it's not, if it's going to be a waste of my fucking time. And it's I gonna, went through all that for what? Yeah, exactly. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Um. So what's going on? What are they What are they thinking? What's going on? What's the... Um, what? Sorry. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Like, what's going on? What are, what are the Duffer Brothers, like, thinking about changing? Like, what, what do they have well, to change? Well, I know for sure I... Red, they want to change like the Victor or not Victor, but the Henry Krill scenes where he's like running up the steps and stuff. I know that they went back to like maybe season two and changed the scene in there. I didn't read too much into it because I was just so angered by the thought, yeah, that I couldn't ingest that type of information at the time. No. Um, but you can definitely like I, it's just big news right now, okay, on TikTok and on Google, yeah, so whatever I'm your actually, search engine preference. I'm going, I'm doing some research after this, I want to know, yeah. I want to know. Because it's like a mandala effect, but like actually mandala. Like they're actually like going yeah. back and changing stuff. Yeah, this isn't just like... Like right in front of our faces. This is like, like we're getting gaslit. Yeah. Mm. 
couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> We could like do a marathon one of these days. We got to do a marathon. Oh my like God. maybe when season five rolls around, Stranger Things marathon. Yeah, Stranger I feel Things like, marathon I feel like that has commentary. To be more than a day. Like I feel like all together. Season one, one day. Season two, another day. Okay. We'd have to dedicate. It's an entire end. week. That's a whole week. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. I'm oh like gosh. down though because. No. Yeah. It's. Just so worth it. I'm gonna take off of work. They're gonna be like, "Where are you going? Um, Nowhere. I'm staying in my apartment. I'm going to Hawkins. I'm. Oh my god. We're going, <laughs> we're going to Hawkins, Indiana. <laughs> it's like that's not a real place. To me, it is. But to me, it is. And I really just love all of these speculations. I want some answers, though. Yeah. I want the theories to be correct. I mean, I'm a psychic, so yes, they will be correct. And this quote me on it. This was so fun because, listen, I told everybody, once I do this episode, I'm not talking about Stranger Things anymore. She's a liar. I am a liar <laughs> because I think talking about it, all these shivers that I was getting. I know. Just, it's still, it's just in my blood at this point. Yeah, just like rethinking everything, like re reenacting it all in my head. Like I can just, it's just I'm there again. I feel the, the, the emotion, the power that it has over me. I just... It, I get chills every single time because yeah. it's just that amazing and incredible and I was in that experience. And I'm still re like I want to rewatch season four mm -hmm. and then I think it's gonna turn into my twilight where yeah. like when like I'm your in the comfort. Mood, like your comfort. Yeah. Yes. I'm gonna go back and rewatch it because I wanna I have yet to rewatch the entire series mm -hmm. from start to finish. So I think there has to come a time where I do that. Yep. And there's going to come a time because I'm going to miss it so much mm -hmm. that I'm going to do that. That is unfortunate for y'all. Not me. Yeah. For y'all. Be yeah. safe. Sorry. Sorry about it. But I'm not sorry. Do you have anything else that you would like to add on the topic of Stranger Things, the Stranger Things universe? Um, Joseph Quinn, I love you so much. You are amazing. You are talented. You are sexy. And, um... Hope to see yeah. you more stuff. I hope you come back. Um, that's... That's all I can say. About I hope that after this, even if you don't come back, you're in your bag. Yeah. Because I want to see you on my screen mm -hmm. all the time. Like, I want so much Joseph Quinn content yeah. that, like, I don't even think I can get tired of it. But we I will, just don't want to run out. It will last us until next season, hopefully. We yes. Can see him. That's two years worth of content. Yes. You think you can do it? Gimme. Gimme, gimme. All right, then. Well, thank you all for tuning in to this episode. It was so fun and lovely to have you, Maya. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me. I feel amazing, and um, I just really love this whole conversation. We got yeah. to talk about theories. We got to speculate. We got to talk about Joseph Quinn. Um, but, yeah. And, yeah, that's all I can now, say. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> now, let me ask you. Mm -hmm. Do you have a letterboxed? Um, what the fuck is that? <gasps> Y'all don't hate her. Um, don't dox her, but yeah. I'm going to explain it to her right now. Okay, yeah. So Letterboxd is where you go and you can rate movies. I'm, I think it's purely movies that you rate. I'm pretty sure I've heard of <clears> this. <throat> I'm yeah. low-key aware, but not okay. fully. Okay, well, I make all of my guests sign up, okay. download it. 
so that Started. anyone listening interested in your thoughts they can see what you've been watching and we will get you on letterbox yes i'll be there that username will be in the show notes below yes of course you know where to find me mm-hmm. that is the unbouncing of pod on instagram the unbouncing of on twitter and avery c-o-f on letterboxd now would you like to share your other socials with the people um sure you can find my instagram it is it's a very weird name (laughs) but it's vanilla with the a is a four ice the e is a three and then 2020 it has no particular meaning it is just what i chose yeah a little quirky like it's the name of one of my my favorite songs that's all i can say i do not like vanilla ice and i don't think (laughs) he should have been in any political power in 2020 i promise (laughs) i promise but yeah you can find me there um if you'd like i don't post anything in particular about movies but who knows what's in store for the future and of course it will be linked in the show notes too so you can just click right on it Mm -hmm. and see it right there and then as always thank you again and i hope to see you next episode